What's up, everybody? Clint Esposito here with the Clint Esposito Show, where I talk about whatever I feel like talking about. So, happy holidays to everybody, whatever it is that you guys celebrate. Kwanzaa, Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, I don't know any other... Do Muslims even have any holidays? I don't think they have any holidays. But what I wanted to talk about today was that the old pagan traditions... Um, now, everybody here is pagan now, and they get all, like, they're devil worshippers or something, but that's not necessarily what pagan means. I mean, I think that they're just um, more about seasons and nature than they are about, uh, like, somebody built this. They still have gods, but it's different. It's just a different type of story. But I think it's just um, religion, for the most part, is adaptations for people to understand the way that the world works, kind of. Um, and I think that a lot of people get mad. Um, you know, people are mad at this religion and that religion, and all it is is like a very minor translation difference in... Uh, you know, the old books or whatever. <clears throat> I see somebody commented, but I can't see where you guys commented on. I'm looking for it. Um, so I actually have a little story pulled up here where we can, uh, or just an explanation of what Yule is and all the seasons and all that stuff. And then uh, we can go over that, so... Let me switch here. Boom. It's a nice little picture you got. Okay, the meaning of Yule, why we, why we celebrate the winter solstice. That's right. If you were just solely a religious person, you thought Jesus died, and that's why. Ramadan, there you go. Is that what's going on? It's not Hanukkah? Oh, or is that the Muslim holiday? Um, so modern witches, which that also scares people off too. As soon as you say witches, people are like, oh, but I mean, I don't think that, um, I think a perception of witches as women that fly around on brooms, uh, makes it easy to discredit the whole witch theory, right? It's like, they're not, they don't fly. That's like if we've in a hundred years we made it like doctors were the evil people and we need to get rid of all these doctors that have been poisoning people that's the same way that they did with witches and actually we're getting off track a teeny bit but um so back in the old days before christianity and everything um women were the um purveyors of medicine and most medicine was uh like basically some kind of tincture which if you know anything about tinctures it's they're usually have alcohol in them so a lot of the medicines and stuff were made in wines and it was basically them aging herbs and all that type of stuff to make um 
medicinal ones, plus also psychedelic, which helps you connect with God or nature or whatever humanity as a whole. So, witches don't fly around on brooms. They're not trying to hijack everything. All right. And we basically, in the um, witch hunts or whatever the hell, you, the Salem witch trials and all that, they actually uh, hunted witches for like hundreds of years. And they killed off all the women that had uh, all the knowledge of these tinctures and, um, you know, like natural herbs and stuff like that to actually heal people. So when they wiped out all of the witches, when they were getting rid of everybody for like, say, Salem, now they basically got rid of all that knowledge of how to make these tinctures and uh, wines and everything else. So uh, what is the meaning of Yule for pagans and Wiccans? Yule is a holiday that taps into the eternal cycle of life and death and the battle between light and dark. It reminds us that there is hope in knowing that the sun will return even in darkness. Okay, so the sun, Jesus, right? Uh, is that hot? Easter? I don't even know religious shit that well. So anyway, this is the winter solstice. I'll just read this. How about that? Uh, also known as... As the winter solstice, Yule is a holiday that celebrates the shortest day of the year and the sun's waxing. The winter solstice is the most intense and challenging night of the year if you're a farmer or live off the land. Early humans had to prepare extensively to survive this time by building up a stock of food. They also had to hunt for furs to keep warm and make sure their shelters were ready. This is the time of settling in, and in that way, Yule encourages inner reflection and a more profound spirituality than other parts of the year. Because you got to sit by yourself. That's the problem. Um, nobody cares about this, which is fine. Uh, in many parts of pagan Europe, the winter was bitterly cold, barren, and long. There was little hope in finding fresh food unless one wanted to brave the cold to hunt game. This lack of new food made all early humans aware of their mortality. For some reason, death is at the forefront of our minds. Uh, for pagans and some witches, the winter solstice marks the beginning of 12 days of Yule. At this time, we respect the underworld, ward off spirits, and honor the rebirth of the sun god. Does that sound familiar? We're honoring the rebirth. When is winter solstice? Winter solstice is an astronomical occurrence that happens between December 20th and December 23rd. It is the shortest day of the year after which the sun is waxing and growing in strength. So this year it was the it was yesterday at 5:02 a.m. was the solstice. So now I believe the days are starting to get longer. Uh, the winter solstice throughout history and across cultures. The winter solstice itself lasts only a moment, but its celebration is often multiple days long ancient romans celebrated both saturnalia and juvenilia around the winter solstice saturnalia was a week-long celebration in honor of the god saturn 
Juvenalia was a feast celebrating the children the of Rome. It sounds like a Juvenalia. I'm not gonna lie. That sounds like a sketchy pedophilia uh, celebration. I'm not sure. They'll explain it now. Uh, Emperor Aurelia then established December 25th as the birthday of Sol Invictus, or the Invincible Sun. This date was also when he established the Sol Invictus cult as an official religion. The Inca Empire celebrated the sun god Inti at the winter solstice. His holiday was called... uh, Inti Remi Quenchua for Sun Festival. I'm sure that I butchered the shit out of that. Ancient Egyptians didn't have evergreens to celebrate their winter solstice. Instead, they used palms, uh, palm fawns as decoration for their rituals. The Chinese celebrate Dong Zi, while in Japan they celebrate Toji. Tohi? Toji? Both of these holidays were about bringing in positive energy and having a healthy and lucky New Year. While most Western cultures celebrate a secular form of Christmas, many of these celebrations, customs, and lore stem from ancient pagan rituals. When, I might add, they used to eat, drink psychedelics for their celebrations, which sounds like a sick religion. You know what I mean? How do I get in on this? Can we do it now? We can't do it. People would be mad. All right. Just some people on Facebook. Sorry. The symbols of Yule, as with all holidays, some symbols are more sacred and useful for this holiday than others. You can probably guess most of the symbols and themes, reds and greens, evergreen, plants, etc. But why are these symbols so crucial at this time of year? Evergreen plants, which uh, also a Christmas tree, a pine tree. Evergreen plants were traditionally cut down and brought into the home to hang around doors and windows. Ancient witches used them to ward off death and destruction. They also symbolize life, rebirth, and renewal. These plants, green, never dulls. That is why they were thought to have power over death and could ward off death in even depths of, even in the depths of winter. Because they were thought to be strong enough to stop death in its track, they represent immortality and eternal life. Holly. Holly is another evergreen plant. It's plant its bristles are said to repel spirits and protect babies when holly is soaked in water then sprinkled on a newborn sacred to the goddess holly a goddess that rules the underworld it symbolizes everlasting life and uh, life energy itself uh, the red berries represent the monthly blood of women which also ties to the plant to the moon Mistletoe. This plant was special to the Druids and was known as a healer and a protector. It must be cut specifically to ensure it never cut, touches the earth. This is liminal plant. It lives between heaven and earth. I feel like every doesn't every plant that we know of live between heaven and earth? That seems like a weird statement. 
right? Because that's where we are. No? Uh, in that web way, it represents the winter solstice, which is between death and life, dark and light. The white berries represent the masculine semen, a symbol of life. Yule logs. The ancient Scandinavians began the custom of burning the Yule log. Their log was huge and felled from an ash tree. It was burned to honor their god Thor. Celtic tradition has the log coming from an oak tree where it was brought into the home to keep the hearth fire burning into the new year. Uh, this was done to prevent unwanted spirits from entering the home. I guess the type of wood. So... A lot of this stuff now, Yule logs, blah, blah, blah. Yule trees. Uh, Yule trees represent the tree of life or world tree. In ancient times, these trees were decorated with gifts that represented what people wished to receive from the gods. Probably not sneakers. I bet they didn't decorate it with sneakers. They probably put, like, food on it or something. Uh... These trees were also decorated with natural objects like pine cones, berries, and fruit. There you go. Sol Invictus and sun worship. The Roman god of the sun is celebrated on the same day as Christmas, December 25th. We celebrate him and the sun because the winter solstice marks the renewal and growth of the light. The unconquer unconquerable sun is growing stronger as we welcome in the new year. Sol Invictus eventually blended with Mirtha, then his cult possibly influenced the early Roman Catholic Church while it developing while it was developing its holidays. Oh, you think so? While many Christian scholars dispute the old pagan rituals have anything to do with their Christmas celebrations, Sol Invictus is still present in how we celebrate this ancient holiday. As the sun rises, the promise of hope and growth in the new year grows in us all. There's tons of stuff in here. Wreaths. Wreaths symbolize the wheel of the year and the eternal cycle of life and death made with evergreen plants and decorated with pine cones, acorns, and berries, then hung throughout the home. Bells. This is all the symbols of the present day holidays. You can, you can tell, call me an asshole, that's fine. Bells are a tool used to drive away demons and negative energy, which, energy, which makes them a great tool for the liminal time when we are banishing what is bad for us and drawing in all that is good. Ring them in the mornings to chase away darkness. Y'all do that? You guys get up and then ring your, ring your bell? Uh, what do you do with your family around Yule winter solstice are your Yule traditions. Thank you for explaining that to me. Having dinner with loved ones, singing songs by fires, blah, blah, blah. Mistletoe, again, mistletoe represents femininity and fertility. The white berries of mistletoe represent semen of the forest god or oak king. Oak king's got good wood. Just saying. When the Druids harvested mistletoe from their sacred oak trees, they did not they did it with golden scythes. Any branches that may fall were catched by maidens to stop the sacred energy of the plant from escaping back into the ground. The mistletoe uh, 
hang mistletoe over doorways to protect against storms and evils, or wear it as an amulet for fertility. So, thoughts. Don't be wearing mistletoe, all right? You're going to end up knocked up by some guy you barely know. Don't be kissing under it either. Wasil, wasail is hot mold cider that was traditionally drunk. It doesn't sound right. While caroling or wasailing, maybe it's just a way Offering, offerings can be anointed with wassail to honor the gods at this time. I want to um, put my own two cents in and say that they probably had some mushrooms in there as well. Right? Because how sick would it be to drink mushroom wine and then go around and sing stuff to people? That sounds like a good day. That's why carolers back in the day were so... Uh, excited giving gifts for the winter solstice at Saturnilla the Roman god Saturn is celebrated he is the god of agriculture <clears throat> I didn't say that right agriculture time and liberation during Saturnilla there was of course much feasting at the time at the same time people reversed their roles Slaves were given special rights during this time while the wealthy had to live as slaves or at least have the appearance of living as slaves. They were like, I don't think so, bro. But we'll let you dress up nice for the week. Saturnalia was also when people gave gifts, especially the wealthy giving gifts to the poor and slaves. Hey, the government's going to give us $600. They're hooking us up. Exactly, Bobby. Bobby, listen. Drinking psychedelic wine and going and screaming at people's houses sounds like a hell of a time. Especially with all these lights on. This actually becomes more and more of a better idea the more that I think about it. You drink wine with mushrooms in it. And then you go around and look at everybody's Christmas lights and sing. That does sound like a hell of a time that's a hell of it we need to bring that back oh yeah you're not allowed to sing this year hey um the meaning of yule i feel like we already read this but it's fine the themes and true meaning of yule death with life and death yule tells the story of this sin cylindrical nature of life cylindrical i don't know circular I'm going to say circular. Nature of life. Birth, death, and rebirth. From Christianity to paganism, this tr holds true in many cultures and regions, religions that recognize the importance of the winter solstice. Look at the deities that we celebrate at this time. Baldor, who was killed by a spear made of mistletoe and then restored to life. What? Demeter who tells the story of the journey to the underworld for her daughter and the subsequent death of the land until they re they are re reunited again in spring. Okay. So this is the story of this. Yeah, good food, mushroom, wine. I'm in. I want to do old school Yule. Okay. So Demeter, all right, is a regular woman. She has 
I'm going to blow your minds right now. Demeter is a regular woman. She is, she gets, she's a virgin that gets pregnant by a god. Her son is half god, half human. His name is um, uh, Dionysus, okay? His mom keeps trying to be like, yo, show, I have a divine child. Show everybody how sweet you are. And he's like, mom, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So one day they go to a party or mom has a party and um, everybody shows up and they're all there and there's no wine. So she at the party is like, listen, we really need some wine. We run out of wine. This party's going to suck if we don't have wine. And he's like, mom, I told you I don't want to do this whatever reason he didn't want to do it. So she like pressures him and his first, his first, uh, miracle that he does is by turning the water into psychedelic wine. Does this sound like the same story? Anybody else knows? No, never mind. Demeter. That's a different story. Demeter's daughter. She's a God. Her daughter is also a goddess. One of the other gods steals her daughter and takes her to the underworld. I got stories confused, but that other story is true too. Some God took her to the underworld. So the mom, Demeter, is freaking out. She's trying to look for her daughter. She can't find her. So finally, another goddess helps her go and look for her. But then they make a um, deal with the underworld like king. I don't remember what it is. I don't remember all these fucking names. All right, people. So the dude that captured her has her under you know like in the underworld he tells her mom uh demeter that they can she can spend six months down in the underworld and six months uh above in the regular world well guess what the six months she's in the underworld is a winter and the six months that she's on uh above or wherever the fuck we are considered um is summer and the plants grow and everything uh the other thing is that if you're on the un underside of the world, then none of these seasons make any sense. But I'm just telling you. Um, let's look at what else we got here. Food and drinks for Yule. Christmas and Yule have a flood of holiday treats. We enjoy chocolate, Yule logs, eggnog, chocolate oranges. I like that they added that. Peppermint everything, crumb cake, and gingerbread. Let's see what they're talking about, if it's worthy of reading. Uh, whether it's wassail or hot pot of soup, every kitchen witch is spending plenty of time at the stoves during these holidays. This time of year is filled with magic that originates in the kitchen. I still say this means they're making... Mushroom wine. You're not going to convince me different because that's what I want it to be. So that's what I believe. So screw you guys. On top of the turkey, ham, and veggies that we all love to scarf down at holiday dinners, there, there are all the sweets like the Yule log cake, which originated in the 19th century in France. Take the time to be merry and bright while cooking your food. Put extra effort to chant mantras and affirmations into everything you cook. I bet you don't do that. I bet you guys are home cooking Christmas dinner bitching about your relatives. 
you're like, so-and-so is not going to like this. So-and-so is going to bitch about it. What up, Ryan? Learning a little bit about the Yule here with us? You know what I hate about um, facial hair and beards is that my upper lip sweats. And then once my upper lip sweats, I like can't wipe it off. And it drives me insane. That's the biggest issue with beards. Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a lot of colors of Yule. The color correspondence of Yule are pretty o- probably obvious. The winter solstice is the growing sun's season. So gold is used to correspond with the sun's power and energy. Evergreen plants give us the greens we use to symbolize Christmas and Yule. The red berries that help wild animals survive the winter give us the reds. Many churches use white as the color of Christmas. Of course, it's also heavily associated with the snow that we get in the northern countries. Christmas and Yule trees are decorated with roses made of colored paper, apples, gilt pine cones. Gilt pine cones? I don't know. They sound like they're upset with something they did. Wafers, tinsel, and colored lights. Here is some more information on the color correspondence with the winter solstice. Red represents the holly king who is giving us power to his power to the oak king. Green represents the oak. Now, hey, doesn't, by the way, doesn't having an oak king and like a the green man who represents all the shrubbery and somebody that represents the sun make more sense than it's having arbitrary uh, people. Like no matter what these, the point is that I'm trying to make these seasons always have happened, right? And. For people that didn't have our inflated style of life where you can just go to the store and buy stuff, they really did have to adhere to all of these things, the seasons and grow stuff while you can in the summer and then prepare for winter. And so their lives were more, they were more tied to this type of religion than people are to the new type of religions, I would say. Because it was an ine- it was inevitable that you were going to associate and have to deal with all the seasons. Now I think we're so far removed fr- from all of that because everything's grown in, you know, we get into avocados up here in December from Mexico, which wouldn't have happened however long ago. Um, green represents Oak King who will be ruling in the Holly King's steed- stead. White, purity, and hope for the new year. Silver represents the moon and the moon deities. Silver also represents the lady sun in Finnish paganism, who spins silver yarns and makes silver cloth from them. Gold represents the sun and sun deities. Crystals, you guys want to get into that? I don't think so. Deities of Yule, some of the modern pagan traditions, the winter solstice, is the time when Holly King is defeated. The Holly King and the Oak King are two deities that fight for supremacy throughout the year. As silly as this sounds, this doesn't sound any more silly than anything anybody's uh, celebrating right now. In Finland, the witch goddess, 
Luhi kidnaps the sun and the moon during the winter. She holds them captive inside of a mountain, causing the long, cold, and darkness of the season. The Greek goddess Elcyone nests every winter for two weeks. While she nests, the usually wild sea calms down. Every culture has myths of deities during the winter solstice. Tonatzing, I'm sure, that's horrible too. In Mexico, Horus in Egypt, the spider grandmother, the spider grandmother for the Hopi, and Amaterasu for Japan. This season is also connected to Demeter's mourning for her daughter Persephone as she lives in Hades, Hades for half of the year. The wild hunt and many stories of birth, death, life, death, and then rebirth. So these are all the um, deities that go through the same process of um, dying and then coming back. Freya, Gaia, Di Diana, Isis, Demeter. I'm not even going to try that one. Mabone, the sun god, the oak king, the holly king, the green man. So these are all just um, deities from different religions that all also... Um, follow the you know the death and rebirth and everything basically with the seasons they're like remember christmas and yule gift guides we're not going into that anyway so i think that either way you know um either way whether you're religious and you believe christianity or ramadan Ramadan dude or whatever I think that we should all at least uh, acknowledge that all these things do happen um, on the timeline of the natural seasons and natural things that are happening in the world naturally so you know everybody I don't want you to stay with your religion that's fine that's not what I'm trying to say but I'm saying that we have to, the things coming back now where everybody's trying to be green and be about the earth and blah, blah, blah. And that's what these people's whole lives circled around. The only thing that they knew was for sure was the earth. They knew the seasons. They knew the sun moved. They knew a lot about our, you know, pattern and, the, and just the way the earth turns and stuff like that. And then... Why wouldn't we think that all those things influenced the way that people celebrated and uh, perceived things? You know, before now we have all these scientists that can prove whatever they want and give you a give you a explanation whether it's actually a hundred percent valid or not or can be affected by anything. All these people and all these religions, they just simply went off of the seasons that happened every single year. And, you know, like, how did they figure out that the solstice was the shortest time of the year? With their little feeble brains. I think people were smarter than we give them credit for. But that's it. That's your Yule 
that's your Yule uh, update here. So everybody, hey, if you don't like Christmas, say you don't like uh, actual religious stuff, just uh, celebrate Yule with your family. It's still, the point is getting together with family and friends, um, showing each other that you care about them, and, uh, you know, eating, having a good time, fighting through this cold, depressing part of the year where it's dark all the time. So don't, uh, this is all I want. Everybody, no matter what you celebrate, if you're pagan, if you're Christian, if you're Muslim, if whatever, just put those differences aside. Like I keep saying, I think that the slight difference of the religions is just different interpretation because of language or whatever, translation. And uh, people are all uptight about that. But just recognize the seasons um, and celebrate that shit. And get ready for, you know, day's going to start getting longer. Finally, everybody likes that. What's up, Jim? Hope you guys are doing well down there. Oh, he's already off. He's not watching anymore. But, um, okay, so... Last week, I had to plow. I didn't get um, a show in. And then yesterday, I had to do some stuff as well. Um, but And yesterday, normally we do no carnival parking, but we have a new format for no carnival parking. It's more like a sketch deal. Um, so it is coming back. We are going to release all the sketches. Um, but it's just... Uh, everybody's wrapping our heads around the new format and how to do it and how to make segments good. So bear with us on that. We will have some segments coming out in the next couple of days. Oh, <laughs> what up, Jim? How are you guys doing down in Georgia? Everybody's mad at you guys for blowing the election. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. Appreciate the seasons. Even if you're not religious, go hang out with your friends or family, have fun, um, just the reason is the season, the season is the reason for the season, that seems redundant, the season is the reason for the season, of reason, no one knows what I'm talking about anymore, even me, alright, I'm out of here, um, probably I'll maybe try to do like uh, is to no, I'll do like um, Christmas Eve morning, maybe do another show, then we'll talk about all this stuff. And uh, yeah, everybody be happy, enjoy your short work week, make yourself some mushroom wine so that you can celebrate properly with your family. 